Welcome. We're podcasting. Did I do it? Yeah, you did it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, today today is a long episode. Uh, again, it's it's back to like another full hour episode, like like we were we were doing uh, when when we're home. Um, kind of not on purpose. We didn't yeah. think it was gonna go this long. I I had no idea what was gonna happen. So. We uh, t- today we talk with Mike Shea, who is the owner uh, and founder of Alternative Press Magazine, and who's been a big supporter of ours for a, a decade now. And um, you, we, you talked to him for about four minutes, and you were like, "We were just hey. kind of hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were just hanging on the bus, shooting the shit, talking." And I was like, "Hey, do you, you want to go record this?" And he was like, "Cool." That is what happened here. <laughs> That's what and we it, did. It was it's pretty amazing, and we c- we could we could have gone for a lot longer, but yeah, I, I I'm gonna put this as maybe my favorite one we've ever done. Yeah, it it felt great the whole time, and like just really just not giving a shit and kind of yeah. The fact that like somebody in the in the music industry is so open and honest about uh, everything is incredible, and um, yeah, I I mean. I don't even want to say say too much. I, I think you'll you'll just you'll you hear the hear the the chat and hear it. But yeah, just you know, want to say how how awesome it was and you know, having a good conversation like like this, you just feel really good afterwards. Yeah, and it's funny. It's like it's one of those things where we we had to cut it at some point. But I mean, we ended up talking for another forty minutes after the yeah. chat yeah. about how cool we were talking, like how great it was to talk, and then also yeah. just like other things after it, yeah. it was really it was crazy so once you get in that mood it's it's really a a, a great place to be and I, I can't wait for you to hear yeah so uh yeah without any further ado uh here's us and and mike shea from ap and uh yeah if, if you if you didn't know uh you know we'll just do a little bit of promo here because we can you know um oh shit we can we can we can do whatever the fuck we want man this is our this is our podcast um, eighty-one twenty-three fest, which is our very own festival, not named after the podcast. Uh, <laughs> podcast uh, named after the fest. It is. Uh, it is on sale, and you can get regular tickets now. You don't have to buy all the expensive bullshit. Um, you can just get. It's not bullshit. I know. I'm just saying. I'm. I'm just trying to make it sound cooler than it is. Yeah, I know. <laughs> the other. The other. Bullshit. You can it's get pretty great. <laughs> it's, it's it's cool <laughs> stuff. But no, anyway, you can get regular single day tickets to the podcast. And <laughs> now we're messing it up. <laughs> That's my fault. All right, later. Bye. Listen, I was in Mike. Cool. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I got Sorry. He, because we don't have enough inputs. On one computer. That was action. Yeah. Yes, that was, yeah. hey, we need to connect to this later at some point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, this is run a multi-file? Is that what you're Yeah, doing? yeah. Oh. Wow, you guys are getting really fancy. fancy. Yeah. You, Damn, you're the originator. You're, Jeez. You're, you're, you're the originator of the scene podcast, though. Oh, I am? I yeah. didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. I would think so, yeah. Yeah. D- and oh, the AP podcast, yeah. right? And you were you were doing <laughs> it. Why am I saying bef- that? Before po- podcasts were cool. Yeah, when nobody listened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then now it's it's be- well because it was cool for a while, and then it went down, and then nobody cared anymore, and then everybody started liking podcasts again. 
So well, we're doing it when it's cool and no one yeah, listens. Yeah, now you guys. Are <laughs> <laughs> this is just for us. Yeah, this is just you so guys we can are feel the carpet better. baggers. That's what you are. Yeah, so, yeah, we are. It, now it everybody actually, can do a podcast. It actually is one of the cool. Like, I'm surprised by how many people come up to us at shows now and say like, "Hey, I listen to your podcast on my way to work," and it's like, "Hey, our fans like." have jobs now yeah <laughs> this is something they can like sit in their office and like listen to so yeah. does that it's mean cool. the subject matters should change should we start talking about parenting and stuff yeah yeah that? probably <laughs> yeah um i i retirement I, I don't i don't know if any of us have any experience in i any, have no experience in any of that, in that stuff though you're in a band it's constant parenting what are you yeah, talking yeah. about <laughs> i think you'd be the most of the, of the parent me yeah yeah well uh-huh. yeah so like didn't i say, i think i said did I say that to you? I interviewed you guys at one point, and I think I asked you that. I said, who's every band? Every band has got the dad and the mom. So who's the dad and the mom in this band? I, I mean, I think Pat was both, <laughs> 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 or he should have been. <laughs> Double responsible. Yeah, uh, I see. Yeah, running the whole sh- running the whole show. So he lets you borrow the car, and he grounds you. Yes. Yeah, yeah, got yeah. it. Yes. <laughs> All right. You did something bad today. Shame on you. Right. Yeah. You ran <laughs> over mom's bushes. Yeah. Which yeah. is, I guess, his bushes. Right. So, yes. right. There's yeah. a there's a whole psychological <laughs> thing yeah. there that we can really start looking into. Yeah. Yes. Probably need to be high, but we can yeah. look yeah, into yeah. it. Yeah. More fireball I, I, shots. <laughs> yeah, fireball. Uh, I, I, I think one of the... Um, I think it's been fairly well documented, like the beginning of the magazine and all that. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that it's necessary to go there. So I, I think we can kind of just like jump around with okay, things. Okay, let's jump around. That might might be of more interesting, you know? Sure. Um, because the you know the history, the oral history of AP has been has been, has been done. The oral history of the Maine has been done. Um, you know, so <laughs> uh, I guess kind of what I'm I'm curious about. Is um, you know, so two th- two thousand and eight or so when we started, yeah, when we were on your cover for the f- the first time, and there was kind of this new crop of bands coming up, and you know, all time low and men and Mayday Parade and us and right, w- w- we the Kings time. and all yeah, these yeah. things, yeah. Um, for for you having gone through so many cycles of bands coming in and out, like right. Um, I, I'm always curious what like what did what did you think of that time period? Did you you know because for us it was all happening for the first time. You oh, know, sure. it, it was like this new wave of bands all happening yeah. to, together. But I'm, I, I'd be curious what you know someone who had who has seen it be, because you'd been so so close to it with the magazine. Um, I think it was really I think I think the thing I liked about it the most was the energy level that came from the fans um, because it had been about a ten year dry spell. Uh-huh. I feel that, I mean, you kind of had, you've got that tribalism, right, with fans where they're crazy. You have it in hardcore. You got it in certain segments of metal and so forth. But it really hadn't broken out into something that we could make money. Yeah. And uh, and could support an eco-structure, whether it was Warp Tour or Take Action Tour or AP Tour. Or it could take up a chunk of South by Southwest and start, you know, Zemers Festival that he yeah, had yeah. and all that. Like, it was that enthusiastic. It was. It had so much um, passion behind it. And so f- for us, it was 
and that had started like 2002 actually right yeah yeah, yeah. but when you with, guys with like so the, you guys were kind of the Sunday and you guys were kind of the second generation yeah then that, that. Well, that's yeah. I mean, we could feel that right too. right and then the third generation was the screamo crowd and then it went from there so yeah I think the I, I've that's what we really liked about it was the passion because the passion took care of everything and that's why it made it so easy to be in this particular community versus others because this yeah. particular community uh, was self-sustaining um, you know there's uh, that story I like to tell about a manager who represents some bands in our crowd that you guys know very well and he started looking at some indie bands like Lollapalooza or Pitchfork bands because he's trying to diversify his roster. And so he'd sit down with them and he found out that they were all broke, even though they were playing pitch, you know, Pitchfork yeah. Fest and Lollapalooza. Yeah, yeah. And it's because their bass don't buy T-shirts. Yeah. They were just going to the concert, buy a ticket and drink. So whereas this bass buys merch. Yeah. And so the bands in this crowd actually had money, whereas the bands that were getting written up with 10-star reviews and spin and everything else were broke. Yeah. So they may get on Letterman, but it didn't matter. Yeah. So yeah. to me, it was just kind of like, you know, for years I used to talk about that. This system, this particular community was very self-sustaining. I don't know how self-sustaining it is anymore because it's because the intentions of, I think, a lot of the people that run it now that are there are too greedy. And I think mm -hmm. they've destroyed parts of it. And I think that it's also, uh, I think, it's caused a lot of bands like you guys to be a lot more self-sustaining than you used to be. Yeah. Mm -hmm. you know, and, and you guys and, have shown and, it and repeatedly. And to almost try to, you know, I, I often say, like, I don't consider ourselves in the music industry. I feel like sure. we're in the main business we're, we're well there, right, there's a business card right there <laughs> you know it's 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 like we don't like we can't be concerned about what everybody else is doing sure. and try to play, play along because you know every, everybody's just looking out for themselves you sure. know and like oh yeah there 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 isn't that sense of of of, of community as much as as there there's was micro communities yeah. aren't there yeah, you guys like are you guys have a micro community yeah which you built smaller. up with 81 23 and everything yeah. you're doing is a micro community and and you guys take care of your family yeah there used to be bigger families yeah. And, yeah. and that is now i think dissipated and it's not in the sense of like because warp tour is going away warp tour is going away because that business model of a national tour has exhausted itself it's mm -hmm. gotten too expensive to get bands in a lot of cases now it's the the sponsors are demanding a lot more out of people plus they're getting distracted with digital a lot more and they're also getting pulled to throw their money into much larger festivals because there's a festival every other day of the week now yeah it's yeah. crazy <laughs> that's, that's so, what's crazy yeah. And, and yeah no pun i mean no pun intended to what you guys are doing because what you guys have built out there with what you're doing is again it's an ecosystem that works yeah your whole thing and the thing is, is like our our festival you guys aren't being greedy yeah. i'm not no. saying the guys the guys yeah. that are starting them all are they either cities that are like Oh, we need something because everybody else is doing it, and they don't know how to do it. Well, that's yeah. happening you know? in Phoenix too. I mean, yeah. there, there's been a couple that did one year, and then they're, <laughs> and then they're failing, done. and it's really? just like it didn't it didn't work because they didn't get either the right bands or just like people are like, "Fuck it!" Like, I, right? I too don't expensive. Wanna, this right. seemed like it happened a second ago. Right. Whereas yeah. you guys, you, you know, you're you're working with people you know, people you trust, and people that care. Yeah. I yeah. think that's a huge difference. You don't and, see that with a and, lot of festivals. And we're not we're not trying to compete with other festivals. No. We're just trying no. yeah. to create r r really what the concept is is like right. what would be the ultimate weekend if you loved the the main 
what 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 could we do to make you have the best weekend of of your life? And it's only for those people that are interested in that. Of course, we're yeah. we're, we're we're not trying to get. Becky, who just is into rock music, to come to our festival. Sure, no, yeah. we're into people that this love us. Fan base and from then around the world. We're gonna, and then then we can treat yep. them better because we know how right. they would like to be to to, to, to be treated. You yeah, know? I mean, the last one we played a record, our third album all the way through, and people were it sold out in a second. So it's yeah. like. Like the fact that it, it had nothing to do with it. it was just people wanted to be part of it. Well, and plus yeah. they're coming to you. Yeah. So yeah. they're coming to your territory. So it's a home game, right? And, yeah, yeah. And they get to experience how you we guys. grew up, right? Yeah. Exactly. And and it, and ends up being the tribe, kind of like it's like, you know, the old conventions that your parents used to go to or something like that. They fly across country and they go to the Elks Club thing or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that's what you guys are yeah. doing. You're basically making an Elks festival <laughs> yeah yeah there you go that's a that's <laughs> let's change the name <laughs> you need little fez hats yeah yeah, yeah like that. that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing that's awesome do you um you know obviously you, you've you've done this the same thing and made it made it last for a very long time of of yes. building a community and obviously the the people that are in the community have changed over yeah. the years uh, I'm, I'm sure a a there, there's been a few iterations of the people that were mm-hmm. a, a, part, a part of the tribe, but the the mentality of it has, has, has always been the same, you know, which is yeah. to showcase new music to people and give people access to, you know, other other bands. Like, do, do you feel like your intentions with it have, have changed from the start, or has it has it always always been the same? Um. I think the intentions now are being challenged mm-hmm. more than in the past because the whole we live in a disruption society now, so everything's being disrupted. What you guys are doing is disruption. Yeah, you know. Uh, so I think for us, and I'm not just saying AP. I mean just for all media brands in general. Yeah, we there is no one model that works. We're all trying to try something different. Um, you know, some newspapers are having really great success with metered paywalls, like. Washington Post, New York Times on a daily basis starting it, and I think BuzzFeed was talking about doing it. Yeah. Um, some of us are basically starting merch companies on the side. Some of us are doing more events. Some of us are trying to team up with other people. It's just, it's a little bit of everything everywhere. Yeah. I don't know where it's going to end, to tell you yeah, the truth. Yeah. I yeah. think it's changing so much. Um, I think for anybody that's say, you know, if you're a, if you were a movie website or a movie magazine, you immediately start getting challenged by Rotten Tomatoes and yeah, IMDb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because you used to maybe read certain fanzines for like horror movies and things like that to kind of get trivia and find out stuff about certain Vincent Price movies. But now you can go on IMDb and read it for free. Yep. Yeah. And so the same things happen with music. So for us, because bands, rightly so, smartly so, like you guys, do so much content and you do it creatively it takes a lot of our role as media out of the equation now because mm-hmm. it's not our job now to tell kids how the record got made. And that went away. And that, and that went away to, to the frustration of some bands. A lot of publicists are frustrated with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's still publicists out there who still think that that story is, still needs to be written. But we've found that the majority of people don't want to, they, they already know it. Mm-hmm. And also, because of guys like you and so forth that do podcasts and do a lot of more creative things 
30 Seconds to Mars is very creative with how they're constantly communicating to their fan base. Mm -hmm. It takes our purpose out. So now for us as media, whether it was NME, whether it's Billboard, whether it's Vice, or what, 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 are, what are we supposed to do in this? Because you don't yeah. need record reviews anymore because you got Spotify. You so kids, so yeah, because yeah. They, they would go to, people would go to media brands, whether it was the New York Times or whatever the deal is, to watch, should I go see this movie this weekend? And they'd, yeah. they'd watch Siskel and Ebert. And I remember yeah. back in the 80s when I was younger, and I remember, man, they got two thumbs up, or they were split, or and that actually made me decide whether well, I'd go see well, the, movie the opening weekend. Did that or not. with me on albums when I was growing up. Right. Like so, I remember yeah. Louder Now got like three and a half. I think it was stars at the point, and I was yeah, like, which meant nothing. And, but, but yeah, three but and a half. Like, but yeah, but I was like, fuck that, and I was right. mad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I only heard two songs, I'm but glad I, was like, I raised your blood. I was like, I was like, yeah. fuck that. It's right. gonna be the greatest album fuck ever. AP. No, <laughs> you I know. know. I mean? Like, I know. But like that, that, that yeah. I mean, it's changed guys, a lot yeah. now. It's changed a lot. Yeah. So what is our purpose? Because people, you, they, you used to like, okay, before I go drop twelve ninety nine on a CD, I'm gonna go to my favorite music critic and read what they say and if they say it then I'll make my decision on that now you don't do it anymore yeah. yeah you may go back and look at it for validation yeah but now you just listen to it on Spotify and most of the time you don't have to pay anything yeah and so so, so our roles changed a lot and what that role is is still evolving yeah do you do you think that maybe it could be something where so there's a lot of bands and a lot of artists that you know, like we 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 probably take it to the extreme of how much we do on our own. Oh yeah, where you think it's more of you guys having to do the things that take more work, more energy, more in detail stuff that the bands just wouldn't right take the time to do on their own unless they were sat down in a studio or an office. To do certain videos or podcasts or sure. interviews or pictures or anything sure. like that. Sure. I mean, there's two ways to look at it. One way to look at it is uh, an artist should do press and do the do these interviews and do all these podcasts and do all these appearances and acoustic sessions and all this stuff like that because it's like if you're a shoe manufacturer, do you only want your shoe in one retailer? Yeah. You yeah, want it no, around you a bunch. Want everywhere, yeah. Yeah. So if you only put it in your retail store, only the people that know about your retail store are going to, right? Yeah. So you put it out there. The other flip side of that, and this has started to happen, which is uh, discerning, but obvious. Um, and that is you get some bigger artists whose teams now feel they don't need press. They don't mm -hmm. need the press, I should say, because yeah. they... We'll just make our own tour documentary. We'll just do our own interviews. We can edit the interview. We can make sure that it looks right so the artist doesn't get bad because they don't <laughs> look right. Or they yeah. said something stupid. Or yeah. Yeah. the questions are the right ones and it fits within our whole marketing plan and we don't yep. have to do anything. I mean, now I'm starting to get... I've had two management teams in the past year tell me they... One said, um, you can't run our photograph in your magazine because we're dark right now, which is different. That's never been said before. The second one yeah. came in and said, well, we would prefer if you didn't because we're going to start our marketing campaign in two months and then you can run a photo. It had nothing to do with but it had yeah. to do with that. And so now we're like, now we're starting to get into the point where, where teams are coming in and saying, you as the press, because you're dependent on us and we know you're dependent on us because our stars are big enough, you either don't cover us when we don't want you to cover us or we're not going to cooperate with you later. 
And yeah. so that kind of indentured servant kind of thing, I don't like. Yeah. And if that's so the it's way it's going to go, uh, I'm getting out. The, that's uh, not why I'm here. The uh, tables have turned yeah. in, in the sense where before it was the artist would do whatever you wanted. Yeah. And then now it's... And to, and to, a, greater, yeah. to a greater extent... There were plenty, plenty, plenty of times, including that three and a half star review, probably, where <laughs> the press does not do a good job. Yeah. We fuck up. We, yeah. you know, there, and, there's, there's, it, there's, there's I can't even tell you opinion, how many times. You know, yeah, that's, 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 that's what's yeah, yeah, talking yeah. about. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, record review isn't, though. No. Yeah. There was a time period for about three years during uh, about that 2008 time period where I was starting to run into bands from the 90s. And they said, yeah, and you guys misquoted us. I never said that to the writer. They took my thing and they wrote. And so I would like go back to my editors and say, did we, do you remember? And like, oh, I don't know. And it's very possible that some of these writers were just making the story sound better, you know, or yeah. they were transcribed, they couldn't hear it right. And so they kind of fed in the rest of the words that they thought that the person said. Yeah. And that shit bothered the hell out of me. I had yeah. no idea. So, you know, it's like, yeah, the press is imperfect. We are... It's we are all personalities and stuff like yeah. that, and I got to tell you that's the one reason why I'm glad record reviews went away because I got really really tired of kind of those people that wanted to be the new Lester Bangs, and they felt they would just it was their whole objective to come up with the snarkiest line, yeah, on that record review so it was make, memorable, yeah, yep, and and uh, and when we got rid of I, that's I was why I was so happy to get rid of those kind of guys because mm -hmm. they they and then we actually it was a change because of social media readers would start coming at us because of people like that because they said especially if they attacked the band members and the readers would start saying you're being mean to the band yeah and that didn't used to be back in the day you know all the all the music the dudes right yeah the guys are into music criticism yeah. they'd laugh it off yeah, you know, yeah you see yeah. how they took down <laughs> limp Bizkit? yeah you know you read that thing in the dallas observer and the guy said this about henry rollins or whatever <laughs> those days are gone yeah, they're gone because there is kind of this sense of bullying yeah. that kind of hap that that is now been replaced where the readers like just talk about the music. I don't want to hear about their divorce in the record review and how that may like and you're saying like, oh, that you're trying to make some sort of comment about their life and how it affected the record, you know. And so it's it's again, like you said, it the tables turned. Yeah. You know, and the spotlight's back on the media now saying you guys are the ones that have been fucking it up. Leave the yeah. band alone, which is good for you. Yeah, bad for you. Yeah. Yeah. And, it, and, yeah, and I'm sure a lot, like you well, said. it's probably good for us because we probably need to get it shown in our face. A little yeah. Bit, you know what I mean? <laughs> but so it obviously is frustrating to feel like, you know, you have these bands coming at you and acting like they're like you kind of have to do what what they want or or well, it's like or pop the stars. relationship is, it's is like over pop stars, yeah. Yeah. it's pop yeah. stars it's, it's, the, the the pop star level has come into our into this crowd yeah yeah and there are bands that we've worked with that are playing house of blues that were trying to demand things that you would expect from playing or, or taylor swift's yeah team yeah and you start going like what, but it's because they figure oh you need me yeah you need me for your cover so you're going to do as i say and those managers or whoever they are that have balls are going to push that to the limit yeah. and uh and that's why part of the reason why we changed what we're doing and how we're doing it and stuff is i wanted to get away from being obligated yeah obligated to um certain people or artists or teams or whoever the heck it is 
of having to work with you just yeah. because well, I'm going to well, go well, find a new ecosystem. Mm -hmm. I'm going to start a new ecosystem. That's why we did Adore Delano. You know, she's a drag queen. She's, you know, in many cases more popular than RuPaul, but she was a Warped Tour kid. Yeah. yeah. And she came from this and she used to read AP. And so we're like, you know what? You know, I just, I just watched Sharp Tooth out there and that singer went on. So you have all these fans and they're ready to watch Motionless and White. So she had a captive crowd and she went off on LGBT rights, like total. And everybody was watching her. Yeah. And I think that is awesome. And I just lost my point. I remember where I was going with that. Oh, I would rather work with somebody like that and somebody who wants to work with us uh, and, and put them on a cover if they can, you know, if, they get, if their fan base is crazy enough. Yeah. Versus having to go back and do the same 10 people. Yeah. And, and, and have, I feel and, like it was getting there. Yeah. Yeah. And it was getting to the point actually where some of the people that used to carry the cover, you could fill out a year. Roxanne was the same way. Crank's weekly, so a little bit different. And they yeah. always kind of have one foot in metal. Uh, mm -hmm. So they, they do, you know, Foo Fighters every four issues. <laughs> they, uh, we, they, they, there was only so many artists that could carry a cover. Yeah. So Paramore, All Time Low, Pierce the Veil, you know. Sleeping Panic like with Sleeping Sirens, Sleeping with was, Sirens was, was in there. Yeah. Uh, Panic the Disco. Then yeah. it turned into 21 Pilots. And then it turned, like. Yeah. And then. There weren't enough. Then, 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 then. Four of those bands collapsed, and they couldn't carry a cover anymore, and it was weird. And, and, and I, I don't know if it's because they aged out, their bass grew up a little bit, mm -hmm. so then those bands got replaced by Water Parks. Yeah, they got replaced by Palais Royale. You know, so there's like a. And then a, and then a handful of them didn't want to be on the cover. Some of them didn't want to be right. Oh no, that's a big one. One of then, them. One of them told me that they we 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 went to them and they said. Um, they said, yeah, we're going a different direction right now. Yeah. And we're like, what's that mean? And I'm like, well, we're just, we're going to be a, a indie pop band. And so they want to play Lollapalooza and they don't want to be associated with this scene. And if there's anything I wish I could go off about and just burn the village about, it's those artists who have essentially told us either in so many words or literally that they don't want to be associated with this community anymore because they, they feel it hurts their growth but they will very fucking take the merch money from that fan base. But mm -hmm. isn't, aren't, aren't all those bands, they, every band you just named mm -hmm. was completely built in this and still is built but, in but this. And, and that's built true. On, on, on true. the Warped Tour and as well. And that's what the fan yeah. bases would say too. The fan bases would sit there, we made you. Yeah. yeah. We still go to your shows. We still go to your shows in your arenas. Yeah. And we still go to that, you know? Jason Pettigrew, uh, I love him. He came up with a term for these bands. They're called Warped Fork. <laughs> warped Pitchfork bands. The, the Warped Tour bands that want to be Pitchfork bands. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it won't work. Yeah. It won't it doesn't, fucking work. It, right, but, it but, work. but you know, if you hang out, if, you, if, you, if your team works you and you get associated with, you can always see it. They start tweeting oh, yeah. certain pop stars. They just start, that's how it starts. They start tweeting certain pop stars out of the blue. Like, oh, hey, T-Swift. Oh, hey, this. Oh, hey, I really like how I bought this new thing. Oh, I can't wait. And then within about so many months, then all of a sudden they're introduced to whoever. And then all of a sudden they're... There's photos of them. Photos with them and an event. And then I guess this band's cool it, now. It's rebranding yeah. a band. It's redirecting them so that what? the yeah. band... Well, because you guys know this too. There are bands that don't... 
And well, I think it could be said now because Warp Tour is kind of in this thing. But there are bands that did not want to play Warp Tour anymore because they felt that they capped them out. I mean, yeah. because a, there's a bunch of bands. Well, yeah. because there's radio, yeah. yeah, commercial radio, right? Who there are, you know, music directors who don't get it, who don't understand this crowd, and they look at this and go, oh, "You're a Warp Tour band. We're not going to play yeah. you." Uh, and it capped out a lot of bands. How does it? How does it feel? Because you know, I think we we can relate to to this a lot. As far There's as a lot of bands, I can. We we got we got put in a category. And you get put people, in a category. Right. You were stereotyped. But, yep. But how does it feel to be like you know the I, I would say the 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 two terms that people would say is either you're an AP band or right. you're a Warped Tour band. You know, are, right. are, are, are there are the two terms and. People started to. But what's the difference between those two? I always thought they were the same. The one. same thing, yeah. It's the uh, same what's thing. The difference? I don't know. But, but what the what the question would be is, at what point did that become a bad thing for certain artists, as as opposed to a great thing that built them a a career, which is how I think everybody would how I think there's certain look bands at like it. you take a look at less than Jake, you take yeah. a look at um, they're a perfect example actually. Some bands just know who they are. It's it's the it's the I am Spock effect. I've been talking about this a lot lately. So Leonard Nimoy became famous for Spock. Then there was a time period during the seventies before the movie started being made, um, and then even even during a little bit on that, uh, where he didn't want to be associated with Spock anymore, and yeah. he vehemently he would get pissed off about it. Finally, he just like you know what? That's who I am. Yeah. And he wrote that famous autobiography, I am Spock, and. It's kind of like at some point or another, Johnny Marr just did it, where he didn't want to play his signature sound that he had in the Smiths for years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he finally said, fuck it, this is who I am. And he did it, and it was one of the most successful records he did. Yep. So it's like there's just certain people that are okay with being who they are. Yeah. And then there's other people that, like, I don't want to play this type of tour for seven years, and that's all I can get. I keep trying to get picked up by Muse. I keep trying yeah. to get picked up by Ed Sheeran. I can't, and they're all like, "You play Warp Tour, yeah, and you, and you play, you yeah. know, Self Help Fest or whatever." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, what about Warp Tour or AP Magazine? Do you think causes people at radio to to say no to and to like? Sh Is it to younger kids? Two. It's misunderstanding and it's stereotyping. So stereotyping yeah. is, oh, they're just emo. Yeah. They're emo. They're all emo. Yeah. Because yeah. most of these people don't go to Warp Tour, right? They never go to Warp Tour. Never Their had, assistants yeah. may. Yeah. And most of the time they don't listen to them. Yeah. Right? Because they've been in the job for forever and, you know, and whatever. And they go have dinner and they get invited to sit next to Elton John. Um, so, and the second thing is, is a misunderstanding where they don't understand this crowd, which is my whole point earlier about the merchandise. The, the, the ecosystem that this whole community pre-warp tour post during warp tour post warp tour is that it is it's a very vibrant kind of fan base yeah. very vibrant tribe it's a very it's a tribe that's very forward thinking it's very progressive it's very yeah. nurturing it's 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 very family oriented in the sense that they the whole community is a family we yeah. take care of each other right yep. we accept each other for because you could walk around warp tour and you're hearing pop punk and one thing and you hear literally pop and then you're going over here and then you're hearing real heavy metal yeah yeah and 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 nobody's having a problem with it mm -hmm. we're all accepted and so for commercial top people they don't see a lot of money in this because they don't understand it and they don't know understand how do you take this band with 
purple hair and the singer's screaming about something that probably half the parents would be offended about. How am I going to take that and make that on the level of an American Idol contestant? Yeah. How do I, how do I take that to mainstream America but in the middle of Missouri? It work. Like you look at My Chemical Romance. You look. I mean, even Twenty One Pilots. But you see, My Chemical Romance will always. Times, but My Chemical yeah. Romance. See, Fall Out Boy started writing songs for radio. Yeah. So they so you li- you can start listening to records and there was a song for every type of radio thing. Yeah. Frankly, yeah, yeah. every every month out of the year there was another song for there was one for June, there was one for July, there was a summer song, there was yeah. a fall song. Was, and so they did that very purposely to make themselves pop stars. Yeah, yeah. My chem, when they come back, because they will, because uh, <laughs> yeah. there's too much money. <laughs> they how do they much they really change? I mean, they'll probably, probably clean not. themselves up. They'll probably be the mature band now, right? But they're still going to be my chem. They can't they're walk away from it. They're not going to try to be what, on the radio. No, but what I'm right. saying is it worked before. <laughs> but though. look at Panic at the Disco. He didn't go for radio. Radio came to him. And so he never, he didn't do that. And so it's kind of like for my chem, I, you know, Rollingstone.com will write about him and they'll get their pieces in CNN and everything else like that because they've got the right publicist. Just and because it's, of the scale, though. Just yeah. the scale like, of yeah, it. I mean, the, when that the band scale. comes back, the the... the the betting odds are that that comeback will be bigger than Fall Out Boys. Oh, well, and, oh and, yeah. and right, I, you know. I mean, because you can, you can, you can walk. We walk the line every morning. Sure. And you can see My Chemical Romance T-shirts. Sure. Constantly. They're and the. It's, it's people that are right. We're probably not even born. No, you have a whole generation that never saw yeah. them before. So it's the Nirvana effect. Yeah. Nirvana yeah. went away and they got bigger. Yeah. After yeah. Kurt died, after yeah. so much time, because now they're like, oh, you can't see them. Yeah. yeah. It honestly, you always want the thing you can't have, it right? It honestly could be like a stadium tour. Like, I, th- I, I would not I, doubt it. I think I sure, think they certain could do 50,000 tickets sure. in, 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 on, on an East Coast market somewhere. Sure. I, I really think Yeah. I really think Everybody's been trying to get them to do stuff. We, I mean, yeah. it's Won't that like, make it turn around? Won't be like, oh, the emo thing's cool again. Well, yeah. you know, it's kind of like what well, emo night's kind of doing that now, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like it's so, a nostalgia thing. It's, yeah. a, it's not really, you know, it's, it's but, but it works are, for now. But are they really taking new bands and the accepting them into that not no not, i mean because they're not, not they're they're, they're yeah. just they're they're it's 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 a it's a motown uh dj night that's what it is yeah it's it's you know you used to have the motown tours yeah and they pull all the guys out and they yeah. you know put them up there with their canes and everything and say okay do the, <laughs> do the hits <laughs> and, and that's what they're doing <laughs> now and i and i know that dance, there's been people yeah. that have dj'd some of these things who did not want to be associated with this crowd anymore yeah. because they couldn't get bigger tours yeah and now all of a sudden they're taking their paydays yeah. DJing these things, and to a certain extent, this was their I am Spock moment. They're like, you know what? This, this I, is who I, can I am. Fly into a town. I get paid a nice chunk of change. I DJ. I have a fun time. I don't have to do anything half the time. You and just play. sit and press a button. Somebody's and mostly sing. programmed this yeah. anyway. Yeah. And then I hop on the plane the next day, and I'm hungover, and I go back to my wife. Yeah. And I made a payday. Yeah. That's why the that's why the festivals started to hurt Warp Tour, because bands were making too much money just flying in do a weekend show on a Saturday instead of going out for 14 weeks and they were getting paid so much money doing that because these festivals are overpaying and they're, they're there's half of them are being backed by venture capital guys and stuff yeah. and so everybody's getting paid tons and tons of money well I'm sure that's well, you part know? of the reason Kevin's have, was probably so mad about this tour and like some of the bands not coming sure, back it was, was getting bought off they can get paid 
as much as everyone yeah, on the yeah. entire tour is getting but paid. But to be yeah. fair to the band, you know, if you're a band and you, and you, you can't blame the you band. You can't blame them yeah. after a while. It's just yeah. like, I just got married or I just, my newborn and I don't want to be gone and they're yeah. going to walk and, for the first time. And, and there's all these complications. Like, you right. know, we're in the middle of a 20 show in a row stretch. Right. With with, with, with Without an off day. I mean, once right. you're at a certain level, you're just not going to accept right. that. You're no. Just, yeah. You just no, no, no. And like, honestly... Even for us, it's kind of like, hey, that's a little, that's a little much, you know. Like that's, sure, you know, sure. I mean, I and like that wouldn't yeah. be accepted in most other circles. I mean, this right. is the only tour that could get away with doing that. Well, yeah, you know? and I, and I spe- especially right now too. Yeah, right. but it's worth it because we're out there and this world that we were built in is. Sub- us and we're continuing to grow because of it, you know. And it's never gonna happen again. It's never gonna happen. Well, again. It'll, there'll be versions, yeah. right? That'll start. But here's the thing that's different: is that you can't fly in and do a festival date on a Saturday and play your 30-minute set four hours before, you know, Avenged, right? And you change. And there's more bands that change their sets for these rock festivals, right? They go, well, "We got to do our rock set." Yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah. know, and uh, yeah, we've been there. No. So they come in and they do these things, and but you can't build a fan base doing that. No, it's no. like Reward Tour allowed you to do that. It allowed you to sustain these would, would because come there to was tour. there was a ripple effect. Yeah. You, you start in California, and then by the time the band the tour got to Denver, all of a sudden on social media, kids were talking about this band that broke out or whatever. And oh my god, oh my god! So then all of a sudden, the kids in Denver. Heard from the California West Coast dates. Gonna this go is the band you yeah. gotta go see, and then it's, and, and then, then by the time you get to the East and Coast, then, it's and then all of a sudden the merch yeah. was piling up, and yeah. then so forth. But you can't do that when you fly in and you do one-offs. Yeah, you just can't. So well, yeah. and we, we've been talking about a lot recently. Is like there's a lot of bands on this tour that when this goes away, it's gonna be very difficult for them. It's gonna rethink everything, and yeah. maybe that's yeah. good. Maybe maybe there's been a isn't that been kind of some of the counter. You know, uh, argument about the tour going away. It's maybe it's yeah. better because there won't be this codependent yeah. kind of n- nature to the to the artists in this. Like, oh, I'll just go do Warp Tour, yeah, and then I do my co-headliner in the fall with a band I was on Warp Tour, yeah. and then I'll do a spring short one with oh, another band I was oh, on Warp oh, Tour with, and then I'll do a few Warped of them tour. not even doing that. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna do Warp Tour in two years, and I'll do like some radio shows or college right. shows and, and then Warp Tour just, yeah. and then Warp Tour again it's right like, exactly yeah. which, right. Which and there was I, kind of a cookie cutter aspect to it that even some of the agents got into oh, yeah. and I you know and I be- and it, you guys it, know because be- I hear the same easy, thing because yeah. it's so much easier because it's easy to book It's you just say hey Kevin can we get this band on Warp Tour and after right. bands of a certain level of, of course he's going to sure. say yes and then now I don't have to work for the, for the summer you well know? right exactly so there is kind of a a formula to it yeah. and, and you which might, you've heard might from be your nice which might bands. be nice to, right. to have that go away for a bit to to yeah. kind of make everybody shakes everybody up have to re- re- rethink things and maybe the fans will get better experiences Big time. Uh, like out of it and you know i think that's for us it's like we've been back in a corner a lot of times because you know it is you know it's hard to get bigger bands to take you out or whatever right. so it's like we don't want to be re- repetitive so then we get then we get interesting Right. Then that's when you get the free tours that we do, and right. that's when you get the whatever else you know, like the 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 other things. It's like when, when you're backed in a corner and you're mm-hmm. f- and you're and you're forced to do something different. 
and those are going to be the people that are going to sur- sur- survive. You know, the, the people that, that, can, that can think outside of the box, that can evolve, mm-hmm. that aren't just cookie cutter, cookie cutter, cookie cutter, which this tour ending is, you know, August, August 5th when this thing sure. ends. right. People have to rethink a lot. You know? Well, the thing that's always been awesome about you guys is that you are all tense purposes a rock band. That's what you do. You can play anything. Really, yeah. if you wanted to, and yeah. and there's and not a lot of bands here yeah. that have that, um, kind of like, uh, what do I want to say, you you're you kind of like you can turn into whatever you want to be, you know. That's I still love that story. I don't know if you've ever talked about this story publicly. I don't know if you will. I don't know if you talk about it on the podcast. We'll talk about the Stephen Stephen Jenkins story. From Go the APMAs, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you guys talk about that? No, like, where no, how you no. guys won them over? The band was really cynical. Do you ever talk about that? No. no. Go for it. Will you talk about you, that? Yeah, yeah. You guys were the ones. Oh, you guys should be telling it. No, yeah, yeah. you tell it. Because from our point of view, we were terrified like, little cats. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't it Jared? Was it? Was, did he yeah, say the yeah, story really well? I think he's the guitar. one that tells his story really well. Yeah. So, but so. yeah, it's uh, yeah. I mean, b- basically, like we did a collaboration with with Third Eye Blind at the AP Awards and. Stephen Jenkins comes in as you would expect, pr- fucked up on whatever it is, and um, <laughs> out of his mind and, and late, and changing his mind on what song he wants to play every hour before. So everybody, the everybody's show hearing this. Up. So, so if you go on YouTube, this is, this was Mayday Parade in the main, yeah, playing together, which yeah. was awesome right out of the box, yeah, and and then we had Stephen Jenkins come out and join them. Yes. And, and 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 so I have something to say about this. <laughs> we were going to play Semi Charm Life up until 2 days before and he said I don't want to play that song and then we're like okay. <laughs> what well, do I guess you? we'll learn. And then he was like, well no and then he was like and we're like his jumper fine and he was like I guess and he was like kind of bummed. He fucking <laughs> shows up like 30 minutes late and it was on like the time crunch of right the we were world. already we were already late on the rehearsal yeah. that day yeah and you know we're playing we're just going through and everyone's kind of sitting around like scared as shit and then he comes up he's like where's my acoustic and then we're like we didn't know you wanted to play acoustic <laughs> and so t- tanner our tour manager <laughs> runs to the bus Grabs the acoustic. By the time Tanner got back, he's like, I don't, I don't want to play the acoustic. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then we're like, okay, cool. And he's like, I'm just going to count you in. And we're like, well, we have it clicked out. And he's like, you play to a click? That just brings all the life out of it. Yeah. And we're like, oh, okay. And we're like, we're fucking terrified because we and look up to this dude like right. he is like a god to us. Right. Yeah. And we're sitting there terrified. And not to mention the, the the band, his band is sitting out in the audience as we're sound checking this, and just I looking swear at us. Swear to God, we're playing the parts that they wrote and recorded. And the bass player's looking at me, and I'm he's just shaking his head, and I'm like, he has to be looking at me because I know <laughs> I'm not playing the right part, um. but. I'm just trying over here. <laughs> and yet the whole time it was kind of this attitude of like, oh, who the fuck is this? This is some right. Warped Tour AP band. This, right. is, this is bullshit. And then by the time the, sh- the show started and we come out in our leopard suits, um, <laughs> which I think probably helped like him, like, like, like realize like, yeah, hey, like these guys have a sense of humor. They're, right. You know, and he was like, he like went up to Jared as he was playing the solo and was like, 
He, he like said something to his tech or something like about like he hadn't heard it played that good in like a decade or something. <laughs> yeah. You know? And it like all turned around to where he like respected us. Well, and wasn't that at the end of the at the end of the gig after after you did that the, again going back to you said about the, the band his band because Third Eye Blind were in town and they were supposed to be playing the Republican National Convention the next yeah, night yeah. Oh, yeah. in Cleveland and it's so crazy. which is how we got them to show up <laughs> yeah. and um, and we begged we did a lot of begging and uh, uh, but it was it after you guys got off state you got done playing I don't know was Jared or was you or was one of you guys. And you looked off stage, and the band was sitting off the side, and they nodded in approval. Yeah, the guys. Yeah, they, no, yeah. They, no, they, they they definitely were like, "Good job, boys." Yeah, and I was just like, "We did it. We did it." Yeah, it's like honestly, that that was like, I mean, that's all because of you. Like, yeah. you literally made that happen for but us. And that still, was such a it was huge, just like, like a, a dream come true. That I mean, that was something like that would have never happened if that no. Because of the but the, AP see, but the fans yeah. don't know all those stories, right? Yeah, yeah. they don't not know this. I don't. Think, I don't think we've ever actually talked no, about that. No, in that much detail. Well, yeah. He was in the end. It was actually an amazingly magic moment, and it was so awesome. I'm glad we did it, and I'm glad that you guys did it. And you got to do it with him. Um, you know, people like that. Again, it goes back to this. Like they. They didn't know who you guys were. I remember talking to his yeah, manager, no, I'm, I'm and I'm sure like, no, they're, made, us, they're, they're yeah. cute. Like, they're big and Mayday Parade, and, like, you, the kids love them and, and all this other stuff. And you find out a lot of times on the APMAs when we were booking all this stuff, when we're talking to established artists, like the, the bigger people, yeah, we were always saying, like, look, this is a good look for you. And they would go, well, we're huge. And we're like, no, 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 you don't understand. Andy Beersack's Twitter, Instagram following is a million something. You're at two hundred thousand. Yeah, and like no, we we sell. I'm like I know you sell a lot of catalogs still, but he's you can't say it to them. You can't say yeah. he's more relevant. Yeah, he's hotter. Yeah, he's bigger. And I've used that with you guys. Yeah. I said that with about you guys. Like go look at their follower base and go take a look at yours. Yeah, yeah. and and it's a it's it's kind of and I understand it. It's kind of what you just said. It's an ego thing. Yeah. yeah. Because you don't want to be replaced. Yeah. You don't want to feel like my time is over. Mm-hmm. We actually had a problem with Lifetime Achievement Awards and being able to hand out one of those on the APMAs because then the old artists like, didn't yeah. want to feel You're like their career was yeah. over. Yeah. Right? And so there's a lot of that plays into this stuff that, that the fans don't know about. That's why, you know, we all know people probably that work at the Grammys. And, you know, I've told some of my stories, APMA hell stories. And they're like, oh, that's nothing compared to what we go oh, through. Oh, I can only you know, imagine you know, when, when you get, you know, get 42 yeah. all, all those egos in the yeah. room. Right, that's it's just nuts. Yeah. Absolutely <laughs> nuts. A whole room of egos. Yeah. yeah. I mean, musicians <laughs> have the biggest egos ever. I could imagine them getting awards and being like, that would be awful. <laughs> oh, you want to you hear my... Uh, my Billy Corgan follow boy story. Oh yeah. This yeah. Is, yeah. Why would I, of course I want to hear Is this turning into a five hour podcast? <laughs> <laughs> it's good. Three parts. Yeah. So originally on the first APMAs, what we tried to do is we tried to get Billy Corgan because follow boy wanted to play with Billy Corgan. Yeah. They oh, want to really? play with him. Yeah. They want to play with him. And Pete, but they were both there. Well, right? yeah. Yes. <laughs> this goes back to my whole point. Like, <laughs> So, you're, so, so, Fall Boy were being amazing about it, and they were like, "We want to do something different. We don't want to just come out and do our hit and leave. Like, and we want to do something." I'm like, "We're all for it. That's awesome." They say, "Can you get us Billy Corgan?" And we went, "Oh, we want to play a Smashing Pumpkins song with Billy Corgan. That was the whole point." Which would be amazing. Which would have been amazing. Yeah. So, but talking Billy Corgan's manager about that and trying to talk them into it, and it's like, "Why do I want to play with Fall Boy?" Well, 
because they're because the this was before the pumpkins the came back. Yeah. He was kind of like doing his thing. He was just starting to get into wrestling and all that. Kind of complaining about a lot of stuff. Yeah, and yeah. so we tried to piece this all together, but we could not convince Billy to do it because he didn't see the point in it. And and like the and biggest band on earth yeah. is asking you <laughs> to now do to give something Billy totally them. credit. You know, he still came out. He drove out, by the way. He got in a car with his friend and drove from Chicago to Cleveland for the APMAs. <laughs> wow! So that's, I got to give him total credit with that. That's yeah. awesome. He, he was totally cool at the show, and he went up there and he gave a speech that basically, where he literally said, and it's on YouTube, where he's like, "Your job as the new generation of musicians is to kick my ass." Oh, I remember that. Yeah, and that was an amazing speech. So yeah. he, on that side of it, he he came through immediately wonderfully and he was awesome about it but it's those missed opportunities yeah that were if you just could have got one person to talk to the other person yeah yeah and and you know which is a lot of thing that we talk about in bands is like you know when we have ideas to tour with certain bands or put together packages or something and it just gets lost in translation with managers and agents and stuff yeah and like the spark of the idea you know yeah we're, we're, we're like if if like if 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 we were able to just get in the room with the band and just be like, hey, like this this is why this would work. This would be cool. Right. Like, so much more, so many more amazing things could could be done in music that the fans would would love and, and sure. appreciate. And everybody's got the reasons why. I mean, I'm sure yeah. Billy Corgan had five other reasons that I never know about. Yeah, the yeah. reason yeah. why I didn't want to do it and. And it could have just been artistic. Which, yeah, it could have been. Which you, which you have to respect. You, you got to yeah. respect that, you know. Yeah. But when you're, when you're a producer, you just, you know. And I, I got to think again. The Grammys, all the missed. I, I'm, the, the things that are actually scarier. The things that were about to go live, and then they, they, they fell apart right before showtime, yeah. and that sort of stuff. So yeah, it's like well, you, you guys had a Taking Back Sunday and bone thugs were supposed to perform yeah, together they, and up, then, up and until then, like the last second and then something happened and i don't know what happened like one of the guys got arrested or somebody died or something like that the night before in and, 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 and they bone said, thugs bone thugs not, yeah not, not taking back sunday and then and that, so, one, yeah. that, that was the, shocking. Uh, that was the 2015 show with weezer and yeah. uh yeah it was the night before and then taking back sunday had to refigure their whole thing out yeah but then we got bone thugs on the last show we did so um, wow. but yeah again I, that stuff happens all the time yeah you know yeah, which which is the same thing with like like with tours can't tell you how many times it's like we've almost been on a tour almost oh yeah sure done something and it's just like oh at the last second they decided to go off in some other direction and it didn't work you know it's always like, the ones that you think are going to be perfect yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh this is Only the perfect the good idea stuff. fuck right <laughs> exactly oh uh, yeah no no definitely somebody I can't remember. Somebody wanted us to get Mo Tucker from the Velvet Underground to show Whoa. up and do something, and we actually called her, and um, she has a autistic, severely autistic uh, granddaughter or grandson, and she couldn't leave them, and she would have came up and done the spot that we were going to do with her. Would they play Sister Rave all 16 I minutes of know, it? I don't think it ever got that far. That would have been really amazing. We really tried to get her to come up, though, but um, yeah. Wow, that would have been sick. Yeah, well, I know. Maybe we can convince her to do maybe. it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you guys want to? You want to do all sixteen and a half minutes of sis- Sister Ray? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it, it's going to be interesting to see where the world of all this goes. You know, with with Warp Tour coming to a close, and lo- like you're talking about the uh, uh, ever evolving media industry, and 
sure. us as bands. It's uh, and I, I I always enjoy uh, talking with you about this stuff. So oh, same here. I, I, thanks for thanks for taking the time sure. to do I it. Sure. I mean, I don't think people should be we'll bumming see. out too bad. There's always going to be a kid in no. the suburbs with pink hair, and and that crowd and that that yeah. tribe is always going to be there. It's just yeah. now how will it be represented? Yeah, for sure. And oh, the, the thing is, for us, you know, as for maybe how negative parts of this like. W- 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 we're we're sounding you know as the main and as 8123 our thing right. we are things are better than they've oh sure than, than yeah, they've, yeah, than yeah, they've yeah. ever been you know so i i also don't want to give the, that impression that young young bands can't come and make something happen because oh no there absolutely is more room for that for that oh, than, big time. than ever yeah. and i yep. you know yep. i think like anything that we can do to help new bands feel inspired to like want to come and do uh-huh. it and I I I, uh, I think we were just having a venting session. Yeah, no, yes. no. Well, 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 <laughs> so don't get oh, yeah. discouraged. Which needs to great. be talked about. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Which is also why it's like, I don't know if bands need to be concerned about being in the music industry. Right. Bands need exactly. to be concerned about making music and building an audience. Right. And like that's, that's right. it. Yeah. Right. And like all the rest of the bullshit that comes along with right. it that makes it hard. I mean, we've we've been out of that game for eight years now, you know. (laughs) Right. um, And I, you know, obviously there's pros and cons with 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 everything, but like, you know, you know, it's kind of like a and a weird thing to talk about or whatever. But you know, it's like you know you have five guys in this band that, you know, we're we're certainly not one of the biggest bands around, but like. We all make a living. Right. Uh, we, we, some of us own houses. We're certainly not yeah. rich by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, we're able to do what we love every day because of the people that come out and, and support what we do. Yeah. So we try to do our best to give back to them as often as possible because we are grateful that we have any chance to, to, sure. to do any of this, you know. And, um, you know, just to even to be able to talk to you is 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 in, 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 insane to me i mean if if you knew how big of a fan i am of of your magazine and if you would have like if you would have seen me in eighth grade um you know <laughs> watching you drive were... through records dvd over and over and over again and reading every AD do you remember magazine. my room and, oh yeah, his his, his my room, room was, was the AP mag- room. Watch I just that. literally had every band I loved or even kind of liked. I would cut out, <laughs> I, and it's on my whole fucking wall. Yeah. Wow, have, yeah, that's so awesome. I mean, your magazine meant and, everything and then, to me. And then wow, that's so to, awesome. To like go from that to then being on the inside of it is just yeah. it's so incredible. And I I like love that that can still happen. And I. You know, it it, 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 it it all seems so unreachable when when you're at that point when when you're putting AP po- posters on your wall. Right. It seems to, to go from that to being that kid to being on the cover, but we've done it. You well, know, so no, like I, so I, I, awesome. I would I would that hope so that, awesome. that that can that's great sh- show people that they they can also do something. You know, whether it's nothing to do with with music or you know, like you were a kid in college that right wrote for a paper or whatever you right. did yep, and then yep, yep. built a magazine that was in stores all over the world mm-hmm. you know and I'm, I'm sure you never thought that you would outlast spin magazine or outlast any of this stuff no. you know no no, <laughs> no, no, no 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 look at that no. you know yeah yeah no i think your fans um not to kind of it, it, and i'm being totally legitimate and i've told you these guys before like it, the the if there's other musicians that are younger musicians and newer bands that are listening to this or will listen to this ever, they need to understand that, that 
as far as I'm concerned, I think the model that you guys are doing, the model that Pale are doing, are, is really the model. It's mm -hmm. really, it's, you're self-sufficient and you only need the machine when you want to need the machine. Yeah. But you guys can do it all on your own. And maybe, you know, how many bands do we know that took a nice advance on something and then they're locked into something they can never get the hell out of it again. Yeah. They're, oh, they're, yeah. they're, 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 they're screwed. They're and, and it ends up, it's when great. you're splitting it all. It, it, oh, yeah. You take the taxes out. and then every, fucking crazy. Business manager gets Someone's a portion. Like, I, and everybody's, I got $500,000. Right. No, you split it up nothing. five ways. And, 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 taxes, and everyone. Oh, yeah. No, no. It's oh, all I got gone. 10 grand. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. So you guys have just, you have a model that just, it's just, it's just, it's, it's, ingenious and it's fascinating because it's it's like you guys are constantly willing to try things and you do it smart yeah i don't, I don't see you guys just uh, jump in and do something without thinking about it like no. you guys don't really make a lot of mistakes when you really look at it maybe you guys think they are but from the outside world looking in it doesn't look at you guys it looks like you just you calculate everything very carefully and it works yeah, and I mean, it's see, we, and 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 that's so put awesome a lot of effort into it, yeah you know? exactly yeah. so i think that that's really for the new bands they should not need to be dependent on the machine. No. Be dependent on it when you want to use it, because you know we're we're the major labels have come back because they're making money off this major the streaming system, but they really are only dealing with the one percent now. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, and what did I see the other day where it's like they're saying close to forty some percent, forty two percent of the American public are going to be freelance by twenty thirty. <laughs> so that means, what do you what do you, what do you think that's going to say about bands? Bands are going to be independent. Yeah, yeah they're oh going to be yeah. their own little, you know, ecosystem. So what you guys are doing, and you guys were on this before anybody else, whether you wanted to be on that or not, it, it is just absolutely spot on. And you're actually ahead of it. And actually, I think you guys are trailblazers because you're. I say that too many times to other bands. I say, well, look what the main did. You know, you guys did those photo books. Yeah, and you're one of the first bands that saw do that. And I tell bands that have like that kind of photogenic look. I'm like, you yeah. need to do a photo book. You got to do what the main did. You know, you guys got to do. And now you're doing this festival, and you're not overblowing it. You're not going yeah. crazy. You know, it's like you're just being smart, and that is the yeah. best thing you guys could do. And I and, and I just hope your fan base understands that you guys have always been legitimate. You guys have always been real. You've never been a pain in the ass to deal with. <laughs> Ever. I don't know about that. Ever. Well, at least not to Talk us. to Warner. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, even even your even, you know, Tim and like he's even when we dealt with him on things on the show, if he needed to get something for you guys, he wasn't a dick about it. No. He was being a, he was being professional and responsible and he was good and he was awesome yeah. and, we, and we got it together and God, we need more people like you guys. <laughs> we just do. We just do. And I think that's part of the reason why it sucks right now in the world, in the community, yeah. at least, because there's too many people like the other ones. Yeah. yeah. Well, so, which, which is why I think for us is like as much as we can partner with with you guys and do things yeah. and like yeah. like we you know, we we have no interest in playing games. We have no interest in trying to do things that are be beyond our control. Or like be cool or like what the fuck ever. Like we're <laughs> We we just want to do us and like work with 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 good people. So to right. like to be able to have you know like the relationship that we have with you yeah. through, throughout a decade is pretty incredible. Because wow. I wow. don't I don't think I have yep. very. I mean I don't I could count on one hand. Certainly I don't even know if I if, if I need all my fingers about how how many relationships that I've kept within the music industry in that time. Because 
Yeah. M- most people don't don't actually care. You right. Know? And exactly. that's the thing is like they're just you know, on to the next thing. Um, you know, so th- 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 thank you for for caring about us throughout the entire time like yeah, when sure. when when we are the hot young band and then when we weren't and then when we've come back up you know, you know like the, the whole the, the, the whole roller coaster ride to have people to support you is is, is necessary well no you find out who your friends are yeah, yeah. we've been through the same thing we've been through ups and downs and we're everywhere and so yeah. yeah we'll see what the future leads but i, I well. just Thank you for this opportunity. Yeah. It was great. I feel like Dude, this was, we were felt, uh, felt all sitting around to... in some one of our bedrooms, painting our toenails and bitching about boys. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Felt My toenails are green. <laughs> get, get, get some, get some, get some shit off our chest. <laughs> uh, awesome. Well, <laughs> thank thanks, you. Mike. Thank you. Later. Later.